always, always check your clinic. Always. Always. Always we go. Uh, so you come back from Afghanistan, right? Yeah, so <laughs> That's uh, how every good porn starts. So I'm coming back from Afghanistan. I'm coming back from Afghanistan with my porn stash. Platoon! Attention! Honorable Words is an independent project and is not endorsed by the DOD, any military component, or government entity. The views expressed within are those of the host. The hosts are not doctors or mental health professionals qualified to give medical advice. Additionally, the podcast can contain graphic descriptions of suicide and is not suitable for young listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Fallout! So good news, the winner of our, <clears throat> excuse me, we're not ready yet, I'm not like I'm ready, the winner of our Star Trek ch- challenge question. Oh, do we have, did somebody post on our page already? For no. Oh. This isn't live yet. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's some magical shit. I told you I was yeah. a good marketer, but yeah. not that good. Yeah. yeah. But we actually, um, I've, I've talked to a friend of mine who, who runs a coffee company. Yeah. And she said she'd be willing to give us a, a, a bag of coffee for free. Okay. So, so, so with the with uh, the 30 minutes of my time. And, and, and with the 30 minutes of the, the, your time. Meritorious high five. Meritorious high five. This is like the, the crispest high five. In the world. In the world. In the world. You could ever have. Yeah. Um, you're going to get a bag of coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, what's, the, what's the brand of coffee? I don't know much about it. Oh, yeah. I got it in a text message here from you. It's called uh, Boss Mom Coffee. They give money to veteran suicide programs. So I'm all about that. Um, I just had my first bag of coffee last week. Okay. And it was really good. It was like a coffee, caramel, toffee, something flavor. Ah, is it... Is it like kicking in your face? No, it's not no. one of those. It's not like uh, the gun, gunmetal uh, barrel, whatever those are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've got some that are like 120 milligrams per cup. That's mm. not it. No. Yeah, no. There's it's normal nothing, six nothing grams. Like that. Yeah. You know, if you have two cups, you might have a heart attack. No, it's nothing like that. I think Black Rifle Coffee has the those that are majority of like that. Okay. I think. Yeah. I've had yeah, a couple. Death Wish. Yes, oh. yes. Yeah, all those. There's warning labels on the coffee. Do not mm. drink this if pregnant. Do not yeah. drink this more than one cup at a time per 24 hours till you know how it reacts to your body. Yeah. Absolutely do not drink an 18-ounce cup twice in a row. Yeah, totally inadvisable. Uh, so that that's probably why I have heart palpitations now. Could be. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was every time we, we came around, you came around <laughs> yeah. me. Is that what that's what you had it, yes. Yeah. So yeah, episode yeah. four. Yeah, episode four, man. Welcome back. This is uh, your host, yeah. uh, Joby Adams and Chris Colburn. Yeah. I just yeah. introduced you like a little you punk. You did. You did. You just took control. I just you, did. You, you just took those reins. You're like, I'm going to I'm gonna do the introduction. Just <sighs> straight up I'm ambush sorry. me. I apologize. No, it's good. Should we start over? No, it's fine. I like it. I yeah. think every podcast we should do at least three or four intros. Just, you know. Yeah, yeah So far, absolutely. so good. Yeah. And we can pick yeah. which one's best. Right, yeah. And launch all three of them if we have to. Yeah, why not? Uh, no, it's always just going to be one continuous, continuous. loop. Right, error, you know, take from the beginning here. That's how yeah. we improve yeah, on quality. We don't edit anything. No. No. Nothing <laughs> <Never>. gets edited. <laughs> no. That's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so episode four. Man. 
A month's worth of episodes. A month's worth. We've, we've come a long way yeah. in a short amount of time. We have. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think about, like, uh, your vision and how this mm-hmm. came about and how we're and where we're going. It just makes me so excited um, yeah. to to get more people involved and to be able to spread the word. And yeah. everybody wants to know, how do we find you? How do we find you? How do yeah. we find you? I'm like, well, we'll send you links. We'll, we'll, we'll send you links. We'll yeah. get this going. But we have to just um, get a good baseline, good foundation, yeah. and actually have... I mean, before we launch this huge thing, right? Don't we want to make sure we're at least doing something, right? Oh, yeah. One well, thing. We're, we're gonna, we we keep changing our bar, right? It's one. Yeah. If we could save one life, now it's like if we can just make one person smile, right? And then it's like, nah. If we we had one person to fall asleep, yeah, that's where we're at now. Yeah, that's where we're at. That's when we know that we're doing good. Now that we'll ever know if somebody's falling asleep or not. Just reach out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just reach, reach out. out. Yeah. Hey, last night was one of the best sleep I ever had. Yeah. To you guys. Yeah, the best. Just, yeah, that's all you got to do. Is just message me that on on Facebook Messenger. You know, Honorable Words Podcast uh, on on Facebook. Send us a message. Uh, hey, I fell asleep to you guys last night, and I woke up with the biggest heart on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pro- probably not. <laughs> I mean, somebody would send me a message about Morningwood. Uh, I, I would find that pretty hilarious. I would call that a Tuesday morning. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty tight with some of my friends. That reminds me of uh, this store here in town. Uh, it's called Tuesday Mornings. Okay. Uh, and uh, I drove past it the first time I saw it, and uh, I was like, uh, "What Tuesday morning? What is that? Like uh, hangover cures and abortion pills?" <laughs> like, what is it though? I I think it's just like knickknacks, like like little like. You know, little art things and stuff like that. Odd uh, name for a store. Yeah, Tuesday mornings. Hey, okay, I've got this business plan, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do this store. We're gonna sell knickknacks. Okay, I, I guess people need knickknacks. So you gotta put little shit on their on their shelves and stuff. Okay, so how are you gonna, you know, sell this idea? Perfect name. Okay, cool. Yeah, shoot. Tuesday morning. <laughs> If I would, if I would have been that person, would be like Tuesday mornings. What are you talking about? Why? Yeah. I'm sure there's somebody out there listening that that knows, probably knows the reason why. That has no idea. <clears throat> there's no reason. There's no. No. It's no. not. You'll yeah, never just, know the answer to just that. Just one of those random things. We're gonna call it Tuesday mornings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, man, so much has happened since our last episode. It's been. <laughs> it's been a wild, yeah. wild ride. We're still searching for uh, the answer for our prize, as we mm-hmm. talked about. I mean, we know the answer, but we're looking for something. Yeah, we to had to look it up. Our, but we were pretty Facebook close. Page. We had a couple good guesses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we guessed what it was, mm-hmm. you know, between ourselves. Um, and I was, was not correct. No. It, it was a lot bigger than I, I thought it would be. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, I, I, you cut me off. I cut you off at the pass. Yeah, I was. You were you were baiting me. You were going slow, and then I'm like, yeah. but you can't do it yourself. You got to give me an opportunity at least to sneak in there. Ah, uh, that, that what she said? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. one thing I remember about you a long time ago. Yeah, when we first met them. You were so overbearing with your. Oh, that's what she said. Jokes, oh and they gosh. were sometimes was I really. Yeah, <laughs> I. I, I that's just Seriously. how oblivious I am to it. Really? Okay, so you were so overbearing. Yeah. That 
it was uh we knew it was coming okay everybody knew it was coming to the point where it shouldn't have been said because we all knew we all got it we understood very very clearly yeah without even being said and it was not appropriate timing and all of a sudden here he is did, no, I no, I would, I would be able to judge a situation. Well, no, no, I'm saying not appropriate timing isn't like the con, the the, the conversation was not appropriate. Not so oh, much. Okay, as, okay. Not, so not so much as like really that would that would actually trigger. A, that's what she said. I would just throw in, and that's what she said. No, there was definitely something that triggered it, but it oh, didn't okay. need to be said. No. Oh. Like we all were there thinking, we all laughed, and then like. We're just waiting, waiting for Joby. <laughs> Here he comes. That's what she said. We're all like, yep. right, right on time. Right on time. Right on cue. You didn't need to be said. You know, sometimes you didn't need to be said. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really like a Michael Scott. I really am. Yeah. Somebody has to keep that going. You, you have to. I mean, it's a burden that I, that I, mm, I gracefully bear. I do. You I do enjoy it. it. It's you. not a burden. Oh, it, it, you know. It's a burden to get people, to get laughs sometimes, and you know, okay. it's I, I I bear it for you. <laughs> okay, uh, I felt like bearing the cross, and the Easter was just around the corner, and yeah, behind the, you know, just passed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. not it's it passed, just it, it has it didn't pass over. It passed it didn't pass over. <laughs> I, all day, baby. I got these jokes mm. all day. I'm a dad. I I can I can do puns and everything. Yeah. Puns what? Puns what? Puns what? I do puns and everything. Puns and everything? Uh-huh. There's there more? Am I, am I missing something? What's the everything? What's the everything? Yeah, you said I do puns and everything. Um, did I? Didn't, maybe you didn't. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. I do puns and everything. I thought you did. Hmm. Mm. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Yeah. So, so what do I mean by puns and everything? Okay. Uh, yeah, because we listened back and I did say it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I'm one of those that I can, you know, walk and chew gum. Same okay. time. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, it's like you set them up, knock them down, puns and everything. Got it's you. like patting your head and rubbing your belly. Yeah. Which is fine. And then when you have to switch, right? Then you have to rub. No, no. Keep the same hands doing the same thing. I'm sorry. Same hands, just do different things. That's rubbing and that's patting. See how it's a little... <laughs> you got to go back and forth a little bit. It's a little okay, difficult. Okay, a little difficult, yeah. So I was wondering for the puns and everything, are you going to be doing something like that, like a sideshow? Uh, and I'll be like cat in a hat. On, on a ball with with the umbrella and a broom and all that jazz. Okay. Yeah, yeah so... Timing is everything. That's what you texted me today. Mm-hmm. I did. Okay, tell me about that. Well, I we we kind of hit on it last episode a little bit about okay. what we feel, when we feel it, how we feel, how we overcome it, how we deal with it. Okay, because of what our mental state is at the time of crisis. Mm-hmm. Now that's deep, right? I, your mental state. What you woke up this morning? What you felt like when you went to work? Yeah. Not, not necessarily has to be uh, your mental state at the edge and moment of crisis. Like that's just an example of everything can be in crisis. It's how you react to it, right? Okay, yeah, I can, I can get behind that. It's, I know this is deep. This is gonna be a deep one. So I thought, you know, timing is everything. Was a good, a good, a good uh, subject because how you react to certain situations 
directly reflects on how you feel at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go to combat and you see combat and you come out of it on the other side, everybody does. Um, it's foggy sometimes. The fog mm-hmm. lasts longer than others, but it's foggy. And depending upon, and this is me being not a doctor, depending upon who you are prior to this trauma or this incident, um, depends on how you come out on the other side. Mm-hmm. What you've experienced prior to, what you're numb to, what you have the training for, uh, you know, because when your shit hits the fan, you would like to think you're prepared for everything. Because we've gone through drills, yeah. we've gone through uh, remedials, we've gone through everything you could possibly think of. Yeah, you know, yeah, to prepare you for all this, all this training, and you know, it is very cliche. Remember your training. Yeah, you know, it will help you through. And when shit hits a fan, sometimes yeah. you aren't prepared for it. Yeah, I mean, I remember the first time that artillery came in when I was in Afghanistan. The my first immediate action was as soon as I heard the siren. I hadn't heard any any explosions yet, but I heard the siren, and my gut reaction, just instinct, was get down on the floor, put my hands on on my head. <laughs> There's nobody else in the room with me. Uh, <laughs> so I, I was just, hoping there was. <laughs> no, the story. Yeah, there's nobody else in the room, and I just get down on the floor, and I just cover my head. I'm like, okay, incoming. That that was. I I didn't even think about it. It just. I heard the siren, and I, you know, I know I'm in a combat zone, and I know this this stuff happens. So that's what I did. I just down on the floor. I had my my K-pot on, uh, my my helmet. Okay. Uh, What's it called? K-pot. Uh, K-pot. K- yeah. Why? That's just one of the terminology that I, I got from some of the uh, the older NCOs as I was in. But they didn't explain to it. You didn't. No. Uh, I. I couldn't tell you what K-pot actually means. Is it like Keurig cup? K-cup? No. Not at all. No, it's, it's your helmet. No, but like... Yeah. At least Kevlar. Kevlar. Yeah, because it's made, made out of... Kev- yeah, because yeah, it's made of Kevlar. K-pot. K-pot. Kevlar pot. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> I ask the tough questions, guys. You do. Folks, stand by, because I have more yeah. coming. Uh, you know... <laughs> <laughs> you were at K-Pot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I put my helmet on. Okay. My, my ACH, my advanced combat helmet. Okay. And, or my army combat helmet, whatever. Whatever the A stands for. Uh, and I put that on, uh, down on the ground, the hands on my head, you know, like, cowering for cover. Uh, and then, like, I, I'm down there for a couple... You know, for a minute or two, and I'm like, "What am I doing?" I a minute or two is a long time. Yeah, when the sirens are going off. Yeah, it, well, it, it may have been ten seconds. I mean, <laughs> it felt like right? it, it felt like it an eternity. Like. But it, like, I, I slowly like came back to to reality. I was like, "Oh, what am I doing?" And then and that's when I went to the, the the battle muster and everything else. And then uh, uh, then we got the all clear and. Uh, then just went back to business as usual. It was such a surreal moment, though, when uh, when we got the all clear, and then everybody just went like right back to normal doing their stuff. It was the weirdest thing, you know. Everybody's all, uh, you know, we're we're in our positions, and then all clear. Okay, cool. You back know, to normal. Back to normal. And you're expected to just react like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you think about some of your civilian friends and ever? want to put them in situations like that before and and just say listen 
just just bear with me. Yeah. Just react to this. Okay. Uh, and see how they would do it, what they would do. Like, do you think they'd fail miserably? You know, I think of of some of my my civilian friends. I think they would. Uh, I think they would react pretty pretty in line pretty in line with uh, what you think. What, what you think you yeah. would, or what you think Norm would be. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the movies have portrayed it so much that you know. And, and they've done a, a bad job of it that they're going to try to mimic what they what they've seen because life imitates art, and uh, you know I think they're going to try to try to mimic it as best they can, and they they might get down on the ground or they might yell incoming, you know, and and, and bound me. I would be like air raid bitches like from Days and Confused straight up. Yeah. Like when you tell the story, I'm like I just want to say air raid bitches so loud. Oh, yeah. Just to see what people now, that's me. Mm-hmm. I'm very comfortable in some situations that are just not normal, mm-hmm. and I've always been that way from some knock on wood, god ungodly way. Yeah. So my goal is to have fun and to maybe partially my way to get by the situation I'm feeling is to make humor right out of it. So yeah. I try to make people <clears throat> not in a bad way, but I try to make people feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would be the one yelling. We're all gonna die. <laughs> yeah. We're not gonna die. Yeah. Like you know, these motherfuckers aren't gonna. They're not accurate with anything, right? Oh well, and, and, and it's gonna come like, close to the camp. I, I knew a guy that was very much in line with that. Um, we're uh, we're leaving Afghanistan, and we're on. Uh, it, it's just a small group of us because we're leaving. This small small group of us we're leaving uh, Afghanistan early to go to uh, NCOES, okay. uh, non commissioned officer in education school, something like that. Uh, it, it was our, our first uh, NCOES school. Uh, so and so way it lined up, we would we would go to the school and then our unit would meet us uh, at at demo uh, as we were graduating. So it all just worked out. We're in the back of this uh, C seven or whatever, and uh, we're we're taking off. And, uh, like I, I f- the whole plane just like suddenly shudders. Okay. And, um, now th- to me that, that was crazy. Okay. So I'm like, Whoa, whoa what the f- was that? You know, not normal not, behavior for an airplane to, to take. Yeah, no, not at all. And then, uh, then the air crew is, is running around now. Uh, I may not be an expert, but, uh, when the air crew, uh, somebody that's been in this plane for thousands of hours, you know, that's not that's not really something that that should be happening, right? You know, the air crew's running around, they're panicking. Something bad is going on. Yeah. Is it something bad going on or are they just <clears throat> I don't know. Like I would I would definitely take advantage of that situation, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um but so the the plane is shaking and this air crew is running around and the guy next to me is a former Marine, of course, because he's a former Marine and uh, he's like, hey man, we're gonna die, <laughs> and that's like that was like just his way of coping with this traumatic it's situation. It's not that big of a deal, right? It's yeah, like, oh, he's just like, yeah. <laughs> you know. and he's comfortable he's, now because com- you're not. Yeah, is that weird? It, it was is that weird. a dick move. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm an asshole. I man. mean, I it it helped me out and get through the situation, right. you know, because I'm like looking around, you know, I'm like, what the f- is going on, you know, and then he made me laugh and. So then, you know, at that point, too, it's just like, what are you going to do? It's if, out if, of your control. I mean, if Everything we're going to die, this, okay, it's been fun. <laughs> um, 
But then, you know, then the airman, he's running around and he's yelling, flames, 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 and that only heightens the anxiety. But then, you know, we land. Like the engine's on fire flames. Yeah, like the engine's on fire. Uh, but, you know, we end up, we just circle the uh, the, the air base that we were at for a couple hours, burn off some fuel, and then we land. and uh, Burn off some flames. Burn, burn off some flames. Did, is that what I said? No, you said burn off some fuel. But okay. I'm like, obviously, if there's flames. Yeah, they got to burn off the flames. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow, some way. Um, and then uh, then we land and everything's fine. Uh, but it was your, your comment about... Uh, um, not intentionally trying to, but it's fun yeah. to do. Yeah. It's fun to see how far you can push some people's reactions and their energy sometimes. Yeah. Just by being um, frantic or smiley. Yeah. <laughs> and confusing sometimes. Because people expect you to always act within the norm, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes being without the norm or being unnormal is alarming. Like, yeah. Why is this guy so calm? No, but your 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 comment, your new comment now about um, being calm in a really stressful situation, mm-hmm. um, that uh, that reminds me of this college science experiment, and um, what it was is it's just a uh, psychological experiment about people, uh, but they took this this room full of people and they told they told them there was some you know all you got to do is you just kind of come in and, and fill out the survey. Well, what they didn't know is that the whole entire room was filled with people that were in on this experiment. Okay. And uh, they were just testing the one individual at a time. And um, so this one individual, they're in there with this room of like 20 or 30 other people, and they're filling out the survey. But they start pumping the room full of smoke. And they're wanting to see what this person does. And a normal reaction, somebody would think, is... Smoke, everybody starts, oh, shit, there's smoke, smoke, flames, fire, evacuate. get out, right. evacuate. But these people are instructed, you know, hey, this is just fog machine smoke or whatever. Just stand by. You know, don't don't make any reaction. And so what you see is these people, they're filling out the survey and they start looking around like, okay, nobody else is reacting. It must be fine. And it got to the point where, like, the whole room is just filled with smoke and nobody is reacting. And this person, so on some of the experiments, some of the people would get up and, like, what is wrong with you people? Why aren't you moving? <laughs> so it was just a really interesting, uh, you know, take on it. But you, you don't realize just how much your actions can control somebody else. You know, so you being calm in that situation, in a really stressful situation, could really actually make somebody more calm. Or confuse them even more, <laughs> you know. Depending on your arena, <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think your fellow bellows, your your fellow devil dogs, your fellow army men, your fellow whoever you're yeah. serving with, side by side, if you're calm, and uh, you can easily be called a leader because of this experience that you're in and you're not reacting in a negative way or a mm-hmm. crazy way, right? Yeah. So that in itself, by your non-reaction, could just be a calm, good leadership Whatever. Yeah. But in a civilian, you know, role, your calm could just be like them being like blackout, like, you know, like confusing. Like you should be reacting a certain way, but you're not. So now I'm freaking out. Yeah. Another great example of this is uh, EMS personnel. Right. Okay. We expect them when they arrive 
you know, we're in a stressful situation. We expect them to be moving very fast and, mm-hmm. and running and barking out orders, and but they don't. They're very slow, methodical, and they've been trained that way on purpose because it's for A, for them, so they don't get wrapped up in this situation. Now, not everybody's perfect, and there's probably people out there that do get wrapped up in the situation, but um, they're, they're trained so that way they they react to everything as they should. They're not making snap judgments, you know, unnecessarily, and it's their easing you know, aura around them sure. helps calm the situation down even more. Because if you go into a situation that's already super hyped and you just come in and you, you're already super hyped, that's not going to do a lick of good. Uh, I mean, we even got trained that mm-hmm. as, as uh, protect security, uh, security officers. You know, if somebody... Calm the fuck down! That, that doesn't, yell. That doesn't, doesn't work. It do, doesn't no. work at all. <clears throat> you know, um, you know uh, I'm reminded... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all stories tonight. Um... <laughs> Reminded of this lady that uh, that came into the building, and um, it's like uh, at a certain point of the time, this window that you can go and, and talk to somebody closes. And uh, she arrived uh, like two minutes before the window was, was is supposed to close. However, it's a holiday weekend, and the the civilian there had already taken off. Okay, it's holiday weekend. Uh, he got the approval from his boss. Uh, hey, can I take off five minutes early today? It's the holiday weekend, you know, like, okay, cool, whatever, you know, peace out, Boy Scout, you know. Um, well, <laughs> they didn't tell us. And so somebody came in and uh, they're like, hey, can we, can I go to the window? And this, this lady did, ultimate Karen, eventually what she became. And uh, like, yeah, yeah. So she goes over there and she's like, there's no fucking body at the window. Like, okay. You know, you know, we'll make some phone calls, see what we find out. And uh, eventually she just starts getting more and more heated and escalated. And uh, I remember playing as day. I, I go up to him and like, ma'am, you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> because she doesn't have a Gerber. I <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah good time. Um, and the look she gave me was a look of death. And I had paused right then at that moment. And you knew you fucked up. I, I knew whatever I said next had to be really good. And... <laughs> Luckily, I, I saved it, and it was funny too. How because I saw her like crack a, the littlest smile too, but I was like, "Ma'am, you have a problem," and she's she's giving me this death glare. She's like, "Yeah, what is it?" I'm like, "There's nobody at the window, and I'm trying to resolve that." <laughs> and I just turned around and walked away, and then like it was just the weirdest, like most surreal moment, man. Oh gosh. <laughs> I, Anyway, we got we eventually got somebody and we got her calmed down. But had I had I like really escalated it because I was I was so mad and frustrated with her at this point. I was like, I- I'm done with you and all your BS. But you know, it, it could have escalated even worse. And um, yeah. Anyway, you got a problem, <laughs> ma'am. And I'm trying to help you. You have a problem. And I'm trying to help you resolve that problem. <laughs> yeah. There's nobody at the window, and I'm trying to. Help you. I'm trying to help out. Yeah. I, hey, I'm here to help. Yeah, that's all we're here to do. That's all we're here to do. And laughter and laughter. Yeah, and make fun of people, each other mostly. Mo- mostly each other. Yeah, or or at people that use tur- turn signals in parking lots. Sometimes I catch myself driving yeah. down a cul-de-sac, <laughs> and in my driveway, I put my blinker on. <laughs> I'm not proud. <clears throat> yeah, no, but it happens occasionally. 
Yeah. And then I go, what in the fuck am I doing? Like, mm. Anybody that is in the circle knows my car, knows I will be going and turning left into my driveway. Yeah. There's no reason to signal. There's, there's no reason to signal. And I'm not sure it's even law when you're crossing into a street over into the the left side of the drawing into your driveway. Do you single? I I mean technically you're you're uh you're changing lanes, you're you're crossing traffic. Um I think per the technical legal manual, I, I think you would be required to signal and, and I think if there was video and you ended up hitting something or somebody hit like you, my, my mailbox or my trash can. Yeah, you know, and you hadn't signaled you know, you might be able to be held liable for that because you didn't, you didn't indicate with your traffic control. But it wasn't really traffic; it was in my circle. Yeah, the but end of the any, circle. Any movement within that area, whether it be sidewalk or the the pavement of the of the road, would be considered traffic, either foot traffic or vehicle traffic, bike traffic. That is all technically traffic. I'll buy it. Yeah, I'd buy that for a dollar. I'll buy that. <laughs> I got some oceanfront property in Arizona if you're interested in that. Yeah, uh, you know, I could probably sell that to you. I wouldn't yeah. buy it. No? No, I have no money right now. Yeah. But timing is everything. will make everything come to fruition. Yeah. Hard work will come up. One thing I was trying to think about, um, timing is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, how you react to certain situations in your life, how you are helpful to other people, mm-hmm. how you're helpful to yourself and how you're detrimental to yourself and other people. Right. Yeah. It's always either positive, negative yourself and others. Mm-hmm. It's that easy, right? Yeah. It's not, <laughs> it seems that easy. I try to break it down that easy. Yeah. Um, so in your situation with what you can control, Depending upon how you feel going into a situation, you are able to overcome victories easier, maybe, because your mental health is higher. Okay. Right? So, for instance, um, we just started fighting, right, in Iraq. Okay. And we're taking over major highways and we're taking over bridges and, and capturing strongholds and, and rounds are going crazy right mm-hmm. bombs are exploding things are nuts and when somebody shouts out um i've been shot whatever verbiage they 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 say yeah you know who it is you've spent a long time with everybody in your squad everybody in your platoon mm-hmm. you know who's crying and why they're crying where they got hurt you know whatever you know exactly this by the shrill of their voice mm-hmm. and so you arrive to them and it's it's a uh, hey, hey, it's going to be okay. Okay. You do your ABCs. You start figuring out, okay, obviously something's wrong below the waist, right? We've got a leg that's blown off or something. Okay. So um, yeah. we're going to start taking pants off, right? We're going to start looking for the wound. So the corner yeah, gets assessing there. the situation. Yes. You know, trying to get uh, an idea of what's going on. You get yeah. your knife out. You start cutting the pants. Um, Cammy's corman gets there. You start cutting things off. And you realize that the, the, the Marine um, that's down um, has silk boxers on, right? Okay. That are very silky, very flowy, right? Okay. And you're in the middle of this yeah. fight into some foreign country and fighting for... Hey, you got to look fresh, man. <clears throat> you got to be ready for anything. And it, the boxers read, God bless America. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. And, and 
the guy who's who, who went down, he shouldn't be in Iraq, right? He he should have gotten med because his left knee was blown out because of uh, ACL, MCL, all the things wrong with his knee. med get him out. However, stop yeah. loss is involved, so now you can't get out of the military when you're supposed to okay? because you yeah. have to go. You're more valuable to this country to go fight for this war, right? Right. So now he goes to Iraq, and he he gets his leg, his other leg, not the one that's injured already. Yeah. His other leg that's the, perfectly the good, good yeah. blown off by the 762, right? Okay. So his knee's burning, and he's just, he's just, he's, he's crying out, right? Yeah. And it's hard not to look at those boxers and laugh and be like, Frankie, why yeah. the fuck are you wearing these boxers? <laughs> yeah. Right? And so I, I use that story as a one guy, one person might have just been a specific person prior to in training and then she's a fan and then they mm. react to it. However, there might be a person that's a little more on the easier side, the lighter side, the, the here for a good time, do my time, get out. Mm-hmm. And then they come across a situation where Frankie's not going to die. He got shot in the knee. It's a bummer. You yeah. know, he's going to walk again. He'll be fine. But it's hard not to freak out. When all of the bombs are exploding and the bullets are whizzing by you, it's hard not to freak out when you see Frankie in Iraq fighting in God bless America boxers. Yeah. Like that to me is just silly. Well, it's like the uh, the guys that you've seen those those photos on uh, on Facebook. Uh, they're they're at a uh, at an outpost, combat outpost, a cop. And uh all he's got on is his body armor okay. and he's got boxers on and it's like, uh, you know, it's got heart shapes on him or, or you know, it's <laughs> the like, boxers. yeah, just, yeah. just in the boxers. And it's, it's just one of those, like, here I am in fucking war and I'm shooting people and I'm in boxers. You know, <laughs> it's just, it's one of those things. It's, uh, you have to laugh at that. Yeah. You know, it's just one of the silliest things. And it it is what it is. My point was just depend on what you've been through, kind of, and what you experience depend determines what, how long it affects you, what it affects you, how whatever. But I just felt like sometimes when you're just an easy, average, every going guy, mm-hmm. you can accept a situation where it's traumatic and things are really going rough, and still be head on shoulders in a good way, and get through mm-hmm. and it doesn't affect you as much and not to be fucked up for us your life so it's brought back with you know my idea <clears throat> excuse me my <clears throat> this brought back the idea of what I, t- I spoke about with with craig and how i i cleaned up uh, the aftermath yeah. and how i didn't it didn't affect me as much as i thought it should mm-hmm. right so it's like something has i've been through something to where i i my mind my body categorizes it to where it puts it in a situation where it's different than this kind of event. It doesn't yeah. affect me as much. Yeah, the, the therapist told you it was uh, you put it into the job category. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, that goes down to timing is everything. Like, mm-hmm. what you've been through is timing. What you're going to go through, what you have in front of you. Like, depending upon how you react to a situation, what mm-hmm. you're trained for it, and how you are at that point. So <clears throat> tying this back into what we 
our, our meat and potatoes, okay. veteran suicide. How do you timing is everything with veteran suicide? First thing that comes to mind is be there be when there. somebody needs you. Okay. Yeah. When somebody reaches out, mm-hmm. be there, be the laugh, be the smile, be the, yeah, I'll get a beer with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll come over and mow your lawn for you. Um, yeah, I'll come over and fold your laundry. Shag it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you need help. I will give you shit every minute that I'm helping you, but I will still help you. Yeah. So if you get tasked out <clears throat> as a leader, mm-hmm. as a veteran supporter, and, and whatever group that you're in, whatever mission you're on at this moment, you get tasked out to a mission to help out. How well are you able to accomplish that goal? That goal? Mm-hmm. It depends on timing. Depends on what you've been through, what the universe decides, right? We're not going to get all philosophical on universe stuff right now, but right, yeah. legitimately, like life throws curveballs, mm-hmm. and you kind of prepare yourself, or life prepares you for what you're able to accomplish and how you're able to deal with things and move forward and keep going. So this this Frankie story. Okay. This happened to you? It really happened. Not to me. Okay. Right? So I, I'm the second hand okay. um, story. How, how did you hear about it? Um, I was I just got out of the Marine Corps. Okay. Um, I was on early leave because I got out. Um, I was going to... There's three ways you can get out of the Marine Corps early. 90 days early if you have the books saved up, time saved up. Right. If you're enrolled in school, you can get out 90 days early. And then... 60 days early, if you have time on the books, you can take 60 days vacation. And then I actually had 32 days vacation. So I took 30 days vacation and then two days on the books, which means they paid me for two days and then gave me a month off. So I got out of the Marine Corps prior to my unit going to Iraq. Yeah. So being that I was who I was, (laughs) I had no money. I had no life. Um, I was the last year of the Marine Corps. I decided to take things seriously and start a job, get a job, like make money, right? So I was a civilian. So I worked from Friday night all the way till Sunday morning, overnight. And I did security because I was already security guard. I already did, you know, I'm a Marine, I'm a tough guy. Yeah, yeah. So I I pretty much just played with my RC car (laughs) overnights. And then I slept during the day for a couple hours to share on my car. And I slept in my car and then I went to the next job. Um, Anyways, so the story... I just had gotten out, but most of my deploy- my platoon, pretty much all of my platoon had deployed to Iraq. Mm-hmm. And I was keeping correspondence with one of my junior Marines, which mm-hmm. now had become a buck sergeant. <laughs> buck sergeant, yeah. Um, he was, uh, it was very scary to see him be in charge because he was an asshole when I was trying to teach him the oh, right things. one of those guys. You know, but yeah. I knew that he was going to do the right thing when okay. it came down to it. Yeah. Um, it's just like he couldn't take you seriously. If no bullets were flying... He was going to be a smart ass. You can guarantee fucking tee it. Yeah. And you know it, and it still bugs you. Like, that's the dude. So he wrote, he corresponded with me. We wrote back and forth to each other. He could write on anything, uh, MRE box, cardboard, paper, like whatever. He can just write. So you literally got MRE boxes back yes. to you, pieces of it. Pieces of card, MRE boxes with his with address. His story, story with his story. And, and yes. That's awesome. And no post is necessary. No post. I mean, yeah. it's literally just combat zone. They just, whatever they can. Yeah. I, I We were lucky to have each, other, each other's information. Yeah. And so we had a couple of letters exchanged. And we talked several times. He's actually a recruiter in St. Louis now. Okay. Um, 
he's probably about ready to get out. Okay. Like 20 years retired. Yeah. Like uh, one of those, like you and yeah. I talked about, like we could have been already retired if we would have done things the right way. Yeah. If I would have joined <laughs> back in 2004, I'd, I'd be 16 years, 17 years in, about ready to retire right now. I'd already be. Yeah. Ugh. Man. It's, but I wouldn't be where I am now, mm-hmm. for sure, health-wise, yeah. mentally, uh, guaranteed. Um, so, yes, the story did happen. It wasn't with me. Um, it was – but I, my, my part of the idea of the story, the, the reason I told it was Miles was a different dude prior to, mm-hmm. right? And then when shit hit the fan and he had reacted to it because of the who, who he was – yeah. I think he reacted somewhat similar, better than the average guy who's always taking shit seriously and never had a, a, a bone that was frayed or humorous. Yeah. You know, I would I would almost wager that those guys that are like stick up their ass, you know, uh, always on the books kind of deal. When shit hits the fan, they they might melt a little bit more than those goofy guys that you're always trying to rein in. Uh, you know the types that are like you what? and I. You and I. Well, definitely me. <laughs> yeah. What the f are you doing? Get back in line. Get your hands out of your pockets. You know all that. All that BS. But uh, hey, those guys, when 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 stuff starts going, they're gonna be ones you can count on. I I agree with that. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So you were you were weapons platoon. Yes. Okay. So weapons company, sorry. We- weapons company. Weapons okay. company. Yeah. Um, I was in uh, three five at the time, and so it was just our whole company was just weapons. So my yeah. my squad was just O three fifty one anti tank assault. Um, we had a whole squad that was just machine gunners, and generally we hated them because they weren't us and we weren't them. Mm-hmm. And then we had whole we had a whole uh, squad that was just tube strokers, which is mortarmen. Ah, and okay. nobody likes Mortarman. Nobody, I mean, likes nobody. Mortarman. Machine gunners, anti tank, O three eleven, hates Mortarman. So Frankie, Frankie, okay, uh, he's messed up. Yeah. Okay. What? Tell me more about this. I think that yeah. um, he was pretty upset when he deployed. Right. Yeah. He was going to get out because he had a med disc, uh, medical discharge because his knees blown out. And he goes to Iraq, and he gets shot in the opposite knee. Opposite. So that's How, Murphy's law. That is Murphy's law. How so now he, yeah. he goes down. Um, he gets shot in the opposite knee. He's screaming for help. Corman. I mean, he's dude's going to live, mm-hmm. right? Nobody's freaking out. But it's just a shitty situation yeah. to where, like, you don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. You don't um, want to you don't, be there in the first place. You don't believe yeah. in the war. You don't believe in it. And a lot of people don't understand that. Like mm-hmm. when I first, my first deployment was non-deployment. It was not, uh, it was, it was Naples, Italy. Okay. Six months in Naples, Italy. Forward deployed just in case something happened. Well, guess what? Something, some things, small, minor things happened. We were deployed. We had a couple missions, very small missions, right? Yeah. And I feel like it just... When shit hits a fan, mm-hmm. we go back to that. Your training is everything. Training or it's, yeah. it's either everything or nothing. So what you've taken from what, away from it, mm-hmm. what are you able to take away from your training? How much have you experienced prior to knowledge on this subject? 
where's your mental health state now mm -hmm. about your future and your current status. All of those things have something to do with how much you retain, how well you are able to perceive and then pass on the information to your juniors mm -hmm. and how you're able to in real life when this does come, remember and then reactively um, or react proactively, reactively put it into motion and to make sure that people are taken care of all yeah. of the things you've learned. How are you going to apply your training? How is that going to happen? Yeah. Oh, it's a lot of things. That's mm -hmm. a lot of things. And there's a lot of tears to that. And all of that comes down to timing. Timing. Timing of life, I think. Okay. Yeah. I, I think maybe I'm trying to tie too many things together, but I feel like that there's a reason that things happen mm -hmm. when they do. I, I'm not going to figure it out ever. Yeah. And the, my you know, most, I, I think you, if you figure out how, how and why everything happens, uh, I think be you, rich. you'd be absolutely rich. We talk about back to the future and yeah. Playing gambling and playing betting on horses and knowing the answer. And back to the future is one of the greatest <sighs> franchises and in, in movie history. It, what year is it now? It's 2021. It's 2021. Why mm. are we not flying cars? Yeah. And uh, hoverboards. You know, I was actually watching a documentary uh, about ba about Back to the Future. Okay. And uh, recently, recently, okay. as as of uh, like yesterday, <laughs> so like twenty four hours ago. Yeah. Um, and they were talking about, you know, we have the technology to do flying cars. Okay. We absolutely do. Maybe not the uh, the way that it was envisioned. You know, with the uh, hovering and flying and taking like off. A Harrier type lift yeah. up. And then shoot across the sky. Yeah, I mean, we still have to work with the laws of physics. Um, Which are stupid. Uh, yeah. We're <laughs> they are what they are. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you got you to gotta accelerate and take off and everything. But we have the technology to do that. However, we as a society are not really prepared. The timing is not right for us to have flying vehicles. Um, because... You know, we got all this three-dimensional space when you're in flight. But as you even saw there in the movie, they constricted it down to lanes. Right. Why, why are you going to be flying in lanes when you have all this three-dimensional space? Right. Really, what you all, all, have to, all you have to figure out and worry about is where the other planes are. And then you can maneuver around them and so on and so forth. Um, but, yeah, to answer your question, why don't we have these cars? It's because we're not ready. We're not, we're not, re we're not there as a society. And it, it uh, that can be said about a lot of things, but man, Back to the Future is. <laughs> I really, I, I wanted it that, to be so real. Series. Yeah, I, I think about that all the time. You know, like what would happen if I went back in time? You know, and you would know. you be a villain? Do you think? Would you be a a gambler? Would you be a a power hungry uh, sheriff, law enforcement? Would you be a uh, politician. What would you do if you could go back in time right now? This is loaded as fuck. No, and I, I've thought a lot about this, and and the, it's a two-part answer. One, uh, you're going to call me silly, but I would uh, go back in time and I would find my wife sooner so I could love her longer. Um, however. Okay. I know I can't do that because uh, two things. <laughs> All my answers are two parties. Okay. Uh, but the 
the two things here is one, I'm, she was in a different space at that time. And so, so was I. So timing wasn't right. Timing wasn't right. Yeah. Um, and so we, her and I both had actually asked each other, you know, what would you do? You know, because you have crossed paths, right? You and your wife. Yeah, it's Let's talk crazy. about that. Uh, it's crazy. Um, I went down to a school in Florida okay. in 2005. Um, it was uh, called Full Sail Real, Real, Real World Education, and I was studying uh, music at, or uh, 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 recorded recording engineer or uh, recording. Yeah, because I got an associate's degree in, in recording arts. Recording arts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And um, so I was down in Florida, and she was actually down in Florida at the same time, down in Pensacola, uh, going through her uh, uh, A school, I think it was. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we were we were both in Florida at the same time, and I'm always like, what would happen? What how, I can't believe that you know we were down in Florida at the same time. You know, if we could go back in time, would you tell your your younger self, hey? You you are down here. You're, like cross paths with this guy. Like yeah. you had obviously met her. Yeah, I yeah, but I tell her all the time, you would not have liked me if you met me back then, because I was. How do you figure? Because I was because I know me and I know what I was like <laughs> in two thousand five. I was an immature little asshole, and um. So what's changed since? Well, life has happened. Sixteen years from now. From Six, then? Yeah, 16 years ago. Uh, that's weird to say. 16 that's years? That's crazy to think yeah. about. Are you happy um, with my math? Did you did you do that on your phone? I'm, I'm just texting right now. Yeah, okay. There's no calculator involved. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> no, but there was life that took place, and it turned me into the person that I am. And then yeah. you can finally realize who she is, mm-hmm. what she means to you, and And, and I can versa. appreciate her. Yeah, I appreciate her more. Um, you know, going back more on, on our crossing paths here, uh, when I actually moved to Omaha, when I first moved, I worked at a pizza hut and she actually went to the, uh, the art school that was literally in the same parking lot. And she had came in on multiple times and ordered pizza from me. And I have no idea. I probably talked to her face to face or even on the phone multiple times. Cause she said she ate at that pizza hut all the time. I'm like, no, and in this time frame, you were you were at that Pizza Hut, yes, because I was there, and uh, she knew people that worked there too, <laughs> which is even crazier. That's crazy. Um, and then uh, then we ended up just working at the same same building, and uh, that's that's how we officially met and uh, went from there. I'm a firm believer that you would not have crossed paths, even if you did, you would not have recognized what you had, mm-hmm. where you needed to be, what you would like in the future, like. There's no, like, I laugh when people say, hey, future me, hey, past me, pay attention, because that shit's never going to happen. No. Like, you know, because your future and your past, your future is your children. And you're going to tell your child till you're blue in the face to do something, and you will never do it. No. There will be one thing, and there is one thing that you can think of that your mom or pop had told you growing up. Don't get critical. Repetitively. And you didn't follow it, right? Yeah. This is how it takes to be generational, uh, understanding, living, uh, learning, and being who you are, mm-hmm. right? These things cannot happen organically to the point where they have to be your decision. Yeah. And your knowledge and your timing 
Everything has to be aligned before you can feel, learn, do, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, going back to your your question, mm-hmm. um, if you could go back in time, you know, what would you do? And my my straight up answer is I would not go back in time. Okay. Because I'm at a point in my life where I'm over the moon happy. And I don't want anything to jeopardize that. Now, could theoretically in another in another universe, you know, in you, you know parallel universes, you know, uh, string theory, all that jazz, um, multiverse and uh, and what whatever, um, you know. Okay, so I'm just gonna go with it here. Okay. okay, so I go back in time and I tell myself, practice your guitar more. Uh, you know, do this, do this path, and then eventually, you know, even tell maybe even tell myself, hey, go to Omaha, Nebraska, and uh, this year, and then you will meet your soulmate, and then uh, you know everything will be fine. However, my my person's still gonna change. I'm not gonna be the same person I am, um, and then I would fade away, like you do, uh, and back to the future. So, you know, even even if I, I, man, it's tough. It's a tough thing. Yeah, you know, because then, then that person that I that I tell that to, my my old self is going to be somebody completely different, right? And different path. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost oh. do more harm than good by by. Oh, warning. it would do it would do so much more harm. Yeah. Now, if I if I wasn't in this position that I'm in now, you know, then yes. You know, absolutely. A couple of years ago, when uh, when I was going through my divorce and everything, mm-hmm. uh, I probably would have said, "Yes, go back in time and tell yourself never ever come to Omaha, Nebraska. Um, you know, study your guitar more. Uh, you know, don't don't quit college early. Uh, you know, uh, do go active duty when you decide to go military. You know, full time and uh, you know, you know." You know, change that path there completely. But had I known it was just around the corner, man, I can't even believe it. You know, you wouldn't be here today. Yeah, wouldn't you wouldn't be. have a son. No, I wouldn't. You I wouldn't be sitting. You, wouldn't be sitting here talking to you about, right. uh, on this podcast. You know, I mean, things happen for a reason. I, yeah. I'm a big believer in that. Yeah, I am a big believer in that to the point where I will just let it be as it is. Mm-hmm. I used to be so full of finding out why. Mm-hmm. Because that would make the ending to the story better. It could be a tragic story. It could, but it at least is an ending. Mm-hmm. If I don't know the reason for something to happen, I used to go bonkers, mm. and it would blow me away. And so that would tie into why? Why would he take his life? Why would he end it without saying goodbye? Why would he mm-hmm. um, put himself down this path that he knows is not right? Yeah. And now I'm lonely. Now I'm I'm grieving his. I'm boxing up his things. Yeah. Um, I'm shipping them to his home. Well, I mean, these are all. I mean, this is kind of a dark little, quick little transition. But mm-hmm. timing, how you take care of yourself, how you take care of others, it's all part of this. Yeah. So I mean, there's times where people have come to this veteran group that I that I help out with. Yeah. They want help themselves, so they come for that reason, and then they get it, and then they leave. They want to feel um, 
a purpose. They want to feel a part of something. Yeah. It's, it's convenient. So they, they do it and they go. Yeah. You know, and I, I can see that and I see why people do that. They're searching for something and they need that in that mm-hmm. moment. And, you know, sometimes people got to be takers. Yes. You know? And, and you have to be able to give. Right. Because yeah. <clears throat> there always will be somebody taking. Always. always. Ho- always. Hopefully. Yeah. We can convince veterans to continue to take. Yeah. Um, we always be, all of us, all of us will always be givers, mm-hmm. but we got to make sure that people are taking too. So asking for help and then accepting giving, it, giving that help. Yeah. Accepting or, or somebody's going to give taking it. that hand. That's we have our support group, them. right? You and yeah. I, we just have to accept it mm-hmm. to accept the failure of, uh, I have to admit that I can't do this alone. Mm-hmm. I have to admit that I've asked for help. I have to admit that I don't have it all figured out. That maybe the path that I took and the choices I made were not the best ones. So let me ask you this. So we we talked about Frankie a little bit. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to Frankie? Do you know? Yeah, he's still alive. He's remarried. Oh. Um, yeah, he's he's got <laughs> he gimps around. Okay. Yeah. Um, we are not we are not on a monthly basis, but mm-hmm. an annually basis. We'll we'll talk. So that's good. That's um, fantastic. It's so yeah. The story came to me completely. And I had to I had to search and look for some people um, because again none of this technology existed when I was when I was in mm-hmm. um, where we could find people so quickly and so slowly um, but yeah I mean he's he's uh, he's alive he's fine I would say he's a little on the side of um, again not a doctor not a doctor <laughs> but I feel like sometimes he's a little frustrated with with where he's at now in life mm-hmm. because of his predicament. He was around, hey, you're going to leave because you're hurt. Mm-hmm. And then, hey, guess what? You're deploying. <laughs> you're, you're, and now you're, you're going to be, be you know, leaving the Marine Corps with uh, two bum knees to one because yeah. we, we couldn't leave you. We could mm-hmm. we could not fight this battle without you. We had to deploy you, yeah. which is the biggest, one of the biggest shams in the world of the military. When you're hurt and you're being processed to leave, there's a lot of strings that are pulled and a lot of bullshit you have to go through and you end up not even getting to where you need to be because of something, paperwork, yeah. somebody's not doing their job and you end up deploying and getting shot in the wrong knee. Which I just, I mean, it's the, the ideal Marine Corps, how it is in a nutshell is that right there. Yeah. I mean, that's like, um, <laughs> Murphy's uh, law in a yeah. nutshell, you know, guys that are in, uh, in Alaska that, uh, Finally got the uh, the cold weather heaters or cold cold weather heaters, cold uh, or the uh, hot weather hot weather AC units for their Humvees. I'm in Alaska. What am I going to do with this? Right. Yeah. It's like doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. So, um, Frankie is. Oh yeah, he's live yeah, and well. Live and well. Yeah. So that's that's great to hear. Um, he's got he's got one hell of a story. I think that his story yeah. is gonna just keep going forever. Like, yeah, he's one of the stories that you can't make up. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you hear about those guys that uh, that both lost that both lost that both lost a leg, and then they meet at the shoe store. Yeah, uh, and they, they both buy, buy a pair pair of shoes uh, because one one's missing the left and missing the right, and then their kids grow up and end up marrying each other. Mm-hmm. You know that that's just that is the military in a nutshell. Um. It's almost about like just acknowledging things as they come. Yeah. 
and following where it goes, you know, and realizing the futility of it all. You know, uh, you can try to control it, but ultimately it's out of your hands and uh, timing is everything. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's going to be the end of the episode. I think that uh, this is a good numero quattro. Numero quattro. We, we grew a lot. You said un, deux, trois. Cat. Cat? Yeah. Cat. Un, deux, trois. Cat. Cat. So that meme you posted earlier about four Asian guys with guitars, and my <laughs> my cat references weren't too far off. Oh, I didn't even see that. I, I you did checked, not? I haven't checked my phone ever since oh, I posted Jesus. that. I had like 34 yeah. different things to, oh. and you didn't respond to it. No. Breaks I, my heart. Man. Breaks my heart. But I knew yeah. we were going to be here tonight, so mm -hmm. I knew we were going to talk about it tonight. And yes. Eventually. So. Cat. Cat. Meow. Meow. That's French for four. Okay. Yeah. And the toi cat. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. promise mm -hmm. to you learn promise. a different language. Yeah. Scouts honor. While we are doing this podcast. Okay. That's a that's a big commitment. When I say learn a different language, I mean I want to count. Okay. <laughs> each episode. <laughs> each episode. In that lang said language. Okay. Uh so by by next episode, I want to hear you count to ten in German. No, we're only on episode number five. Why would I learn how to count to 10 oh. only on episode 5? Pace yourself, Joby. Okay, I got you. I got you. Okay. You know, yeah. so 5. I will count to 5 in German. In, in German. Next episode. Next episode. Damn. Yeah. You got Why it. do I open my fucking mouth every time? But <laughs> I tell myself, you know what? I'll learn something. It'll be good for me. It'll be good you for know, kids. I'm pushing you to become a better person. How would count to 5 in German make me a better person? It's, it's opening your mind. That didn't really answer my question. It's opening your mind. To what? Counting Allowing to new ideas to come in and you know, I'm I'm forcing you to learn. So by you learning how to count to in five in German, you're now a more educated person. I will not argue with that. Because yeah. yesterday I couldn't count to five. And by next podcast I can count to five in German. More education. Yeah. What you do with that education is uh, is up to you, and and you're gonna make it what you can out of it. Which means yeah. I can count to five by next podcast in German. Yeah, that's no, about all I can get. No, out of it. it's it's gonna help you on your job. Oh, uh, how's for, that, how's that? Um, when you when you go to tighten your your uh, uh, your bolts or whatever yeah. that you got to tighten, you know, uh, you're yeah. gonna use the German specs. It's okay. gonna be good and tight. Good and tight. <laughs> good and tight. Good, good and tight. Oh, but man, man, I was setting that up for the longest time, and you yeah. got it. Oh, thank you. We're, I'm going to add in some cheering here. Yay! I got it because Woo! cheer. Yeah, my cheeks are hard. Oh. They're grinning so much. I can't. Oh, I can't laugh. That's good. So tight. Man, good and tight. <laughs> good and tight. Hey, I can say I hate you in German. One hand. Okay, let's let's hear it. <laughs> oh. Lame as oh fuck. my god, that's funny. Alright, I'm gonna drink a beer and go to bed. Okay. It's time for that. Yeah. Alright, well this has been Honorable Words Podcast, episode number four. Honorable Words Honorable Episode words. Cat. Episode yeah. Cat. Alright. Joby Adams. Rock out, rock on. Chris Colburn, Cyber Five. <laughs>